Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a game day. It's St. Patrick's Day. It's all the days. All the days rolled into one. All the happiness that we can have as human beings is encapsulated in this very day. The Indianapolis Colts, they signed their backup quarterback. So now they've signed a backup quarterback, a backup defensive tackle, signed up a kind of a backup edge type guy, uh, signed a kicker. Okay. Keep moving forward, checking boxes. Unfortunately, a lot of these boxes are at the back end of the roster, but boxes are being checked nonetheless. Gardner Minshew, signed, sealed, delivered. We'll talk about that. The NCAA tournament yesterday, two huge early upsets, a fantastic day of basketball, a 4-13 upset, which could be good news for the Indiana Hoosiers tonight against Kent State. And then a 2-15 where Princeton, wow, took down Arizona. I had Arizona going to the Final Four. Boom! Bracket busted. That's the way it goes. I'm in a, uh, a, a wonderful contest with the Hall of Famer Joe Smith. It's mano a mano. Joe Smith, uh, a longtime sports director, the Hall of Famer at WGCL. He and I in a battle to the, uh, to the life. That's what we're going to call it because, of course, I'm going to win. Ah, man. Uh, Pacers last night, I got to tell you, I don't know what happened. I, I assume that the Bucks won. I, I was watching NCAA basketball, so there you go. Not a terrible night for the Big Ten. Not bad. All right. Let's talk about the, I have like an ethereal glow at this point. Let me, let me do something to address that perhaps and make that uh, a little bit more uh, watchable. Yeah, that's better. We don't want the ethereal glow. The ethereal glow, the heavenly glow, looks like I'm going to be taken from this realm and thrown into the next, hopefully up and not down. And I don't like thinking about that. So we fix the lens, and off we go to talk about sports. This is Breakfast with Kent for a beautiful St. Patrick's Day. Indiana plays tonight. Purdue plays tonight. What's going to happen? I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. We'll get to all of that. It, it, like I said, it's St. Patrick's Day, and we are brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Jared Johnson's just the best plumber that there is. You want the best? You, you hire the best. I tell you about Dr. Mike O'Neill, best dentist. I tell you about Jared Johnson, best plumber. We only deal with the best here, and we're going to talk about the best in terms of college basketball. Maybe not the best in the NFL coming off the 4-12-1, but you can call Jared Johnson at 765-610-8809. That 
is the number. Hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, ring the bell so you get an alarm every time we go, or an alert, it's not really an alarm, it's eh, 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 eh. it's not like that, it's very, very gentle. Prods you, says, hey, Kent's talking, it's 6.15 in the morning. It's kind of like that, it's not, it's not like, my God, get to the basement, Armageddon is upon us. Uh, today, I want to remind you, two big brains, Dan Dockich and I, are going to be at Moondrops in Fortville at noon doing a very, very special show to uh, talk about the Indianapolis Colts and preview the Indiana-Kent State game tonight. We'll also talk about Purdue and what they have to do to continue to matriculate their way through the NCAA tournament. They've got Fairleigh Dickinson tonight. I will tell you right now, we will lead the show with how Purdue, what they need to do to win that game tonight. And that is when the bus door opens. When they get to the arena and the bus driver opens the door, just like when we were in kids taking a school bus to school, you, you have to then get off. That's it. Pacers won. Excellent. There you go. But what? Pacers won. They beat the Bucks. This is horrible news. We don't want the Pacers to win. We want the Pacers to lose their way to fifth worst in the NBA so that when the draft lottery happens, you got a shot at Victor Wembanyama. We don't want to win. This isn't a championship-ready team. You're either a championship-ready team or you got to go get a championship-level guy. What the hell are the Pacers doing? We've got to confirm that, that they won. It, although, with an $8 donation, you would, you would think that the person making the $8 donation is certainly uh, above board enough not to, you know, not to try to pull the wool over our eyes. Aaron Perry is a guy that we have absolute trust in, so... Uh, Pacers win. I guess that's good news if you were watching the Pacers. Uh, I don't think so for the long-term success of the uh, of the franchise. At any rate, the Colts, they signed Gardner Minshew. It is a one-year, $3.5 million deal, $3.5 million guaranteed. They've got incent incentives built into the deal that could lift the value to $5.5 million. We remember Gardner Minshew from the season opener in 2020. Gardner Minshew... And the Jacksonville Jaguars go haywire. They beat the Colts in the season opener. It's the only game they won all season. Minshew is 19 of 20. It was a vintage Matt Eberflus defensive coordinator uh, game. Let them, let them get all they want underneath and lose. They lost 27-20, if I remember correctly. Uh, 173 yards, three touchdowns. No interceptions. Gardner Minshew with the mustache looked like maybe the best quarterback in the history of the NFL on that day, and his statistics kind of bore that out, despite the fact that on a yards per attempt kind of look, if you look specifically at that, it wasn't historic. But you know what? You take what you get underneath. That's what Minshew did, and that's what uh, Eberflus was very, very well known for and scorned for when he was a defensive coordinator of the Colts. And the Bears are learning this is what Matt Eberflus does. He lets people get 8, 12 yards a chunk and, and tries to keep the lid on the defense and, and generate turnovers. It's what his defensive philosophy is, which people, like I said, in central Indiana loathed by the time Matt Eberflus was plucked from our midst by the Chicago Bears, who somehow saw him as a solution to their problems which I found hilarious and continue to find hilarious. At, at any rate, 
a six-round draft pick out of Washington State. He worked with Shane Steichen in Philadelphia the last two years. Steichen, the offensive coordinator for Nick Sirianni, kind of the uh, co-architect of that offense. And now Minshew comes over to Indianapolis where he, Christina, thank you very much. Happy Friday to you. Uh, very, very nice of you. I appreciate that donation. Minshew is going to be the guy with a rookie quarterback, whoever the Colts wind up taking. It could be Hendon Hooker. It could be um, Anthony Richardson. We don't know. It could be C.J. Stroud. It could be Bryce Young. We don't know what's going to happen, what the Colts are going to do. They've got the draft equity to move up should they choose to move up or engage in talks to move up. We don't know what's going to happen with the Colts at the quarterback position. We're going to find out. We're going to find out together. Chris, uh, Levis to Reich because of religion, Richardson to Texans to replace Watson, leaving Young or Stroud to the Colts, uh, depending on what happens at three. That is the optimist's view of what could happen. If Reich takes Levis, that would be, that would be the more amusing thing that could possibly happen if they bond over scripture, God bless them literally, and and have a great time together. Uh, Will Levis would be the perfect quarterback for Reich, not because of religion, but because Frank Reich will see Will Levis as a guy that he could somehow fix. And Will Levis is a guy, seven out of 10 throws, he's going to be Dan Marino. Three out of 10, he's going to be Carson Wentz, the bad version of Carson Wentz. Frank Reich is going to think he can coach the bad version out and just be left with Dan Marino. This is the arrogance of Frank Reich that people in Indianapolis found so appalling over his uh, five-year run as the head coach here. Um, Minshew is going to be a very solid backup, a a good backup. He was 0-2 as a starter for the Eagles last year, but you know what? Not terrible. He wasn't the reason that the Eagles lost the two games he started. He did throw one interception in one, two interceptions in the other, but you know what? Okay. Gardner Minshew is a guy who speaks the language. He ablaz Shane Steichen's offense, and that's important. So you're going to bring in a rookie, and Minshew is going to be a guy who's making some money to come in, maybe play, but certainly mentor And that's not a bad signing. While it seems, again, that the Colts are building this roster from the bottom up, and they are, you know what? You've still got the draft. You've still got places to go get better. And and hopefully Chris Ballard gets that done, and not just better incrementally and marginally. For 12-1, you got to make changes. Like, this is not, it's not like they're a right guard away from being a championship-ready team. That entire offensive line had weak points. Braden Smith and Bernard Ryman in the second half of the season was really pretty good at left tackle, so that's okay. If Jonathan Taylor's healthy, Darius or uh, Shaquille Leonard is healthy, that's something good. All right, But right now, you've got one cornerback, and you've got two wide receivers, neither of whom are terribly dynamic. I use that word a lot, and it's an important word, and I wish that it it had some kind of uh, a way to infest kind of the vocabulary of Chris Ballard, who seems intent on signing a lot of non-dynamic guys into places where he needs dynamism. I use that word a lot, too, and it's on purpose. 
Uh, backup defensive tackle, quarterback, starting edge, and a kicker. Hmm. That's not 4-12-1 behavior. Uh, is signing a Minshew proof that the Colts stay at four and draft a QB? No, it's not. It, it, it really depends on what's going to happen one, two, and three, and the Colts need to figure out what's going to happen one, two, and three before they si- decide what to do at four. And Chris Ballard really doesn't play that game. He doesn't play the information swap game with guys like Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport. That's not what he does. Other GMs do. They give, they get. You know, they work in those circles. The Colts don't do that. So we'll see how that kind of is brought to bear. Let's talk about the NCAA tournament. Caden Pierce. How about this? Caden Pierce for Princeton hits two foul shots. The first two foul shots made of the game for Princeton. And Princeton gets the win. Caden Pierce is the brother of Colts wide receiver uh, Alec Pierce. How about that out of Cincinnati? Caden Pierce, a good basketball player with Princeton, um, they win. Princeton wins over Arizona and poof. My uh, chances to win the bet that I've got with Hall of Famer Joe Smith, Indiana basketball fans and football fans, they know Joe Smith. Uh, Joe and I have a little wager on who has the the best bracket. And, And right now I think I'm in arrears because I picked the the Arizona Wildcats to go to the Final Four. That was a mistake. Uh, Furman, and that was a hell of a game. That was really exciting. A four-point win for Princeton. Furman, 15.2 upsets don't happen every day. They are starting to happen more often because the, the quality of basketball is kind of flattening in the college game. The top is coming down just a little bit, and the bottom is coming up, and that's cool. I, that's a lot of fun. Furman beat UVA 68-67 yesterday. That was a hell of a game. Uh, UVA with a two-point lead. Kid goes bonkers in the backcourt, just flings the ball with about eight seconds left. It is fair caught, kind of, by the Furman kid. Furman kid puts it on the deck, gets it to the right wing. Bucket, ball game. That's the way it goes. What we can't have is that happen tonight to Indiana. Indiana has got to understand that Kent State could win this game. Like, we poo-pooed Kent State all week long because of Rob Senderoff. Rob Senderoff, the dunderhead of dunderheads in college coaching, you know, you can't lose to the dunderhead. However, they could because Kent State can do some things. They've got an old backcourt who is opportunistic as hell. They can get to the rim, and they are clever, and they play hard. And if Indiana doesn't show up tonight ready to play hard for 40 minutes, they could get their ass beat. And we've got to remember that, even though we dismiss Kent State, because I think it's fun to dismiss Kent State to for the players or Mike Woodson or his staff to poo-poo Kent State. A grave mistake, as we saw yesterday. Uh, Big Ten, not too bad. Three and two yesterday. So that's all right. Uh, Semi-state Saturday, uh, tomorrow, good games, right, at Newcastle. You've got Jennings County and Brownsburg, then followed, you've got Bloomington North and Ben Davis, and Bloomington North has been really cool. Bloomington North, a great story. Won uh, the sectional final game against Center Grove, and that was exciting as hell. And then last weekend, they beat Columbus North in the regional. They led that game for 3.7 seconds. 
it was the right 3.7 seconds. So uh, semi-states tomorrow. Garen playing Beach Grove in 3A at Seymour. You've got Brownstown Central and Cecina at Southport. 10 in the morning, that's in 2A Lutheran. And Lagodi, 10 in the morning at the Hatchet House. How much fun is that going to be? All the local teams, local to Indianapolis, being sent hither and yon. That's the way it goes. Uh, Pacers evidently won last night. All right, let's celebrate some birthdays. I'm sorry, it's college basketball time. This is Indiana. And while we love the Pacers, we're watching the NCAA tournament at the expense of our time that would normally be spent watching the Pacers. No offense meant. Uh, Frank Cole, Daniel Walker, Jerry Crone, Ron Boyd, the great Sally Jensen celebrating a birthday. Sal, happy birthday. And Jeffrey Dial, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. WGCLradio.com at 7 o'clock. It's my show for two hours. It's fantastic. I love doing morning radio. Uh, the city of Bloomington is agog with excitement over the show every single day, 7 to 9. So go to WGCLradio.com, hit click to listen. There I am. And then at noon at Moondrops in Fortville, the great Dan Dockich and I, two big brains, chopping it up about the Colts and about the Indiana Hoosiers and about Purdue. Purdue Boilermakers are going to win tonight also. Can't wait to talk to you at 7, noon, this afternoon, Inside Indiana Sports Now. And late tonight, we'll do a post-game for Indiana basketball. My God, where does the time go? When does the activity and the fun stop? It doesn't. That's the best. I love this time of year. Happy St. Patrick's Day.